We'll do a review of Lukutis Sichas in Chelik Yudches, volume 18, the third Sich of the Parsha Shlach. The Rebbe explains there's several psukim in the Pshutish Mikra, and the Rebbe starts off that um, there is a very deep insight over here in the Yenishal uh, Torah and the wondrous things on the Rashi. The Rebbe uh, connects uh, these two uh, interpretations in the Rashi to the machloikis between the Rambam and the Raivid as far as the status of the, of the Kachovim, as far as um, whether they have a Metzius of the Kachovim, non-Jews, or it is a Metzius of, of, of Heder, the two explanations as the Rebbe goes on. But first the Rebbe goes through explaining the several psukim over here according to the Pirush, uh, the Pashtib Shab. And the Rebbe actually um, first starts off by saying that while you want to take out the wondrous and the Mifloim, the initial Torah of Rashi, but first you got to learn the Rashi in the simple shot. Aleph. Shengeret Filmol, we already discussed many times, as Pirush Rashi ala Torah, that Rashi's commentary on the Torah. Although Rashi is coming to give us the simple meaning of the verse, Rashi himself emphasizes many, many times, and immediately in the first Sedra, in the Chumash Breshis, in the Sedra Breshis, so Rashi says, that I have come only to give you the simple meaning. So notwithstanding the fact that this is the Rashi's main goal, Rashi says to explain the literal, the simple meaning, but still Rashi holds, it contains in itself very wondrous things from the from the other portions of the I see even the secrets. So you have the Pshat, Remesh, Drush, Soid. Soid is the secrets of the Torah. Even to that extent, secrets of the Torah are also included in the Rashi. We know the Alt Rebbe's expression. He said as Pirush Rashi of Chumash that the commentary of Rashi and the Chumash is it's like the wine of Torah. In order for us to be able to reach and grasp these wonderful matters, so first, first, we must go through and learn and understand the simple meaning. And then we'll get to the deeper and the secrets and the wondrous things. Because also these wonderful matters and the wine of Torah, has put it in his commentary, according to the simple meaning of the verse. So you have to first know the simple meaning because to other things will... Uh, be included in it. Oich bepirish Rashi gefindman 
So everything that was put in, even these in Yonim of Floim, is Rashi put it in Zayn Pirush Lepshutosh Lamikra according to the simple meaning of the Pasuk. So the Rebbe is leading up that the Parsha saying who give him a Pirush from Rashi, we find a Rashi explanation was at Halt in Yonim of Floim and Derech that contains wondrous matters according to the path of Halacha. Also, the wine of Torah, the secrets of Torah. But first, we need to explain the simple meaning from this Rashi. So, the first thing that the Rebbe is going to explain over here is this very simple meaning of the regular Rashi. The Rebbe is going to go through several Rashi's in the Parsha. So, in Hamsha based in Hamsha in the flow of the verses in our parsha was Verdritzilt, in which it relates Vos Yeshua and Kolovom Gizoktal Kola Dasbana Yisrael, that which Yeshua and Kolov, the two of the spies, who didn't go along with the other spies. And when they said to the Jewish community, as it relates to entering Eretz Yisrael. So state in Posik, in Posik it says, don't rebel against Hashem. And you don't fear the people, the nation that lives there, the land. They are like bread, like our bread. Their shadow has been removed. This Posig has several Rashis. And Rashi explains the different parts of this Posig. The first part is Rashi Maitik from Posig Deverter Al Timroidu. He says, Don't rebel. So then, if you don't rebel, then you don't have to fear. It seems like in the Posik, maybe it's like two separate things. He's saying that don't rebel against Hashem and you don't feel, don't fear the people. But Rashi connects the two. He says, if al do, and then at the Maltiro, then you don't have to fear them. Why does Rashi say it this way? Why does Rashi learn that this is really one sentence? that don't rebel Hashem, so you won't have to fear them. Taichim Mephorshim, so Mephorshim explain. Rashi kum zogun as the hemshech ha-kosu ba'atem al-tirohu goimer. The Posik continues, and you will not fear them. Is nit kein bazun der zach. This is not something separate. Nor al-tirohu is atitzoa from al-tirohu. Al-tirohu is a consequence from Altiro, Al Altimredu, which means as Bahashem Altimredu, if you will not rebel against Hashem, so then you won't have to fear them. That Zain Shuv, then Batam Altiro, then you won't fear them. So Rashi is explaining here that these are not two separate statements, it's just a flow. First, he says, don't rebel again. 
And then you won't have to fill it. Why? Who says? So the first one explained, Rashi's what is Rashi's proof for this? Is from the Mishinu HaSeder, is from the change of the order. By Altim Reidu, over here it says, Bahashem Al Timroidu. So Baaltim Roy stayed freer in Vemen. For whom you will uh, for whom you should not uh, rebel, against whom you should not rebel. Um by Altiro, it says stay there noch, and then it says Altiro, it says Amoris, the people. So here it says from whom, and then it says whom, Samoritz. So it almost seems like it's one sentence. Don't uh, rebel against Hashem. And then it says, so you won't have to fear them. So it's one sentence from whom you won't fear. And then you won't have to rebel against, uh, and then you won't have to be afraid of them. One sentence together. Or the Rebbe says, as am ha'oret, other fundam state, va'atem unit va'altiro, others they say, because it says, shem timroidim, va'altiro, what is this, va'atem? Va'atem says, and you, since there's a follow-up. Mele, it's mashma from the posik that it's really one, one thing, don't rebel against Hashem, then you won't fear the nations. Don't rebel against Hashem, and then you and then and then you will not rebel. But according to this, it means the proof is from the word Bahashem. Bahashem, and also that it says Altim Roidu. But Rashi does not quote, Rashi quotes, doesn't quote Bahashem and doesn't bring down so doesn't seem like that is the Rashi's proof. The beer is over kosher. This explanation is, however, is difficult. Because Rashi should have quoted from the verse, should have started off with saying Bahashem, because this Bahashem and and uh, tells us that I'll tell you that you're not going to be afraid from them, okay? I'll tell you So Rashi should have first of all said, Bashem, when I divided the Kiverter, Rashi should have brought that down because this is how we're learning it from the Ba'at, at least Rashi should have said, because those are the words the Bahashem and Atam Altiris Amaoris Amaoris, those are the ones, those are the words that force Rashi's Pshat. So the question is, uh, what does Rashi, what pushed Rashi, what forced Rashi to say it's one Hemshah? But it doesn't seem like it's the word beginning and there. From them was Rashi, but need the word Bahashem. He doesn't bring the word Bashem and also not the further, further words of this possible. He's move on, it's understood. 
as I is that is force mainly maybe this is also not for Loshnakosov it's not the language of the Pasik, but for the in Altimroidu from the contents of the Indian of Altimroidu, that's the main thing Rashi knows that it is one part when Altimroidu then Altiru as I'm original I have to be afraid of it. That's the question of the first Rashi. Then the Rashi has a next comment. The Rashi bases himself on the words, they are our bread. And Rashi explains, basically, we'll eat them as bread. So, what does it mean? We'll eat them as bread. Isn't it first time? Several questions over here. Eat them like bread means it'll be easy for us, just like eating bread. What is Rashi's, what is Rashi telling us coming up with this idea over here, a new, a novelty? She's moving to pastures. This is obvious as that when you say my bread, when we talk about my bread, make it as they mention it doesn't mean those people are actually bread. Nor she's an oyster. This is an expression. As me vet same in the agree as a green, the essence lechem. That you're going to be victorious to them as easy as eating bread. Like there's an expression, it's like a piece of cake. It's going to be easy as eating bread. But that's obvious. That's the way people do it. You can't say we don't eat people. So it's not lechem when you say so. It means that. So what does Rash have to tell us that? On the other hand, the Rebbe says basically, though, the Baal, the Kavone, is Azir, Kibush, Vetonkum, and Azelech, Vechila, since what we're intending here, that it's as easy as eating. Eating takes no effort. You can eat it, so you can be victorious because you're eating them. So, why does it have to say bread? I mean, any eating. Is doch Kechilik Nitzika Lechem, or there be another Michael? So, it really doesn't make a difference. It's easy as bread. It's like food. We should have said in the Posik, why is the Posik emphasizing eat like bread? Why doesn't it just say consume them? What is the deal? What is the uh, emphasis over here? We'll consume them like bread. Gimel. Uh, and third thing is Adrabe Rashi Gedarfnis Barer Vayersai Rashi should have explained it. It says Lachmenu The word Lachmenu in a broader sense doesn't necessarily mean bread. Bread food is called Lachem also. So instead of Rashi explaining Lachmenu that will eat them like bread, Rashi should have said we'll eat them like food. In a general way, not bread, but food. In many places, lechem means food. So we'll eat them like food. What does Rashi emphasize? He says, no, we'll eat them almost like lechem. And number four, is Rashi mighty key. Why is it 
Hashem doesn't explain the word key. He just says, Next Rashi, Rashi of says their shadow has been removed. What is What are we talking about? Which shadow? So Rashi gives two shot. First of all, Rashi says, Maginon their protector and their strength. And Rashi says, that the righteous ones among them died, that provided sort of a shade and a protection, was their strength and their protection. They died. Eiv Shoyim Megin Eiv, who was a tzaddik, was a kosher, was a righteous, uh, was a kosher brother. So he protected them, and now it's gone. It's one pshat. another pshat. It is the shadow of Hashem has been removed from them. So we need to understand why does Rashi need two interpretations? What is the advantage of each one of these Pirushim? Okay. So first, the Rebbe is going to address the first Rashi. Uh, what was the, how does Rashi know that it's one Hemshech that don't rebel against Hashem so you won't fear them? Why can't we say that separately? Don't fear them. And the Rebbe is going to explain because without giving a reason not to fear them, it wouldn't make sense not to fear them because even uh, the uh, Shua and Kolim never said that there's no reason to fear them. And even afterwards, when they tried to go up, Moshe Rabbeinu said that you're not going to be able to win them. And uh, so why would he all of a sudden say, Altiro? It has to be because as a follow-up, caused by Hashem Altimreidu, then you won't have to fear them. Let's look inside. Hey, the Bibi and Peter Rashi's hechlech to learn as ba'atem al tiro is a titzor from altim reidu. How does Rashi know that it's a result altim reidu umid kenim ifne atzmei, and it's not just a matter on its own? Don't be afraid of them. It is as follows: freer verder tzel because earlier it's related as the meraglim of gitayne that the meraglim argued. That that the nation that sits in the land is strong. And all the people that we saw there are people of measure, big people. In our eyes, we looked like grasshoppers. So they looked at us. So that they expressed how strong those people were. They did not contradict these arguments. We don't find them saying that that's not true. So we have the question. How did they say, they expected, they demanded, don't be afraid. They did not give a reason. Why should we not be afraid? And this question is even stronger. Because you see 
that even Moshe Rabbeinu said there's something to be afraid of because the next morning, they got up in the morning. Here we are, we're going to go up. We're going to but Moshe Rabbeinu Gevorim, Moshe Rabbeinu warned, Al Talu, don't go up, Veloitinokfu, so you will not be plagued the Gomer. Ki Amaleki Vakanani, the Amaleki the Kanani are there. Heistas Doch, so what this means is, as I feel Moshe Rabbeinu Gehalten, that even Moshe Rabbeinu was of the view, as is Dohan or Farmoira, that there is room for fear. If I was out, you have Yeshua and Kolov Gizokt Altiro. So why did Yeshua and Kolov say, "Don't be afraid"? So we don't, it doesn't really fit to just to come out and say, "Don't be afraid." Why would they say, "Don't be afraid"? Why not? Even Moshe Rabbeinu knows there's something to be afraid. It's one issue. Other issue is why when Moshe Rabbeinu was telling them not to go against Hashem. Uh, I mean, why Yeshua the Kolob says, so why did they say just don't rebel against Hashem? Why don't they say, we should go up to Eretz Yisrael, specifically address the situation here. Why did they say don't rebel against Hashem? What did they mean to say? As Yeshua and Kolob meant to say, as Mizomakimes and the neighbors to Sibu to Genk in Ertisro, that we should fulfill God's command to go to Ertisro. It would seem they should have been directly to this specific topic over here. Don't rebel against Hashem. Go to Ertisro. Gain in Ertisro to go in Ertisro. Vos is the Tvi Clovis. Why is he just giving a general expectation, demand? Hashem ultimately don't rebel against Hashem. The rebellion is that they're not going to Yisrael. Why not spell it out and specify? So these questions, Rashi answers with his commentary. If you re- don't rebel, then you won't have to fear. Yeshua v'kolev hobim gizokt. As al tiro v'zayin atitzor from al tibreidu. said that don't be afraid, not just because don't be afraid, because it's a result of al-timreidu. If you don't rebel, don't rebel as a general, then you won't have to be afraid. While it's true that it's powerful, the nation that sits in the land, that allows room to be afraid of them from Desvegen and yet oib altim reidu if you're not gonna rebel basically if you listen to Hashem you do what Hashem commands shuv is demo then is demo to kishum art there is really then no room afila piteva even according to nature there's no room even in nature, to be afraid even from the strong people, because you're not rebelling against Hashem, that is the reason. Hashem <laughs> 
they didn't address directly. Because they said this the rebellion that is going to bring about that you shouldn't be afraid, not to rebel. That is their time for That's why you're not going to be afraid of them. That's why you will go with Israel. But the key is not to well, Hashem, that gives the assurances that even with Ateva, you will not need to be afraid. Now the Rebbe explains the second Rashi. is moving. Based on this understood, was Behemshech Is Rashi Mefarish, Rashi follows this up with Kilachmenu Heim, and we say Nechlam Kilachem, we'll even like bread. And the Rebbe asked all the different questions before. So the Rebbe says like this: Do kenmen b'meila darfmen taichin lachmenu bepashtus lachem. Over here, even though lachmenu could be there, easy to conquer like lechem, but over here we are able to taich lachmenu mamish bread, and that's why we should touch it. Why? Because had it not been for Rashi, Voltman Gitaich, Lachmenu Heim, they're like bread, there are bread. Just like a person must have bread, they have no choice, you have to eat. So we would taich Lachmenu Heim. We wouldn't taich it, keep shooting Lachem, we would say Lachmenu Heim. Lachmenu in the Minas, the Knesset of Israel, it's our bread. That they're going into Israel under Kibush and Amshabo and to conquer the nation that's in it is It's our bread, it's important, it's a necessity just as bread. That's where you would attach it. Under meat, and then we would understand why specific bread. And also understand because they are our bread that we have to eat it. Don't be afraid of them because they are bread. Because that's a, that's a necessity. They're kibush. Uknisa, they're conquering and they're entering. Laretz Yisrael is mukrach, is, uh, is necessary as we lechem. As bread. Umemel is mukrach as altiro. Don't be afraid of them. That's without Rashi, we would have said that that's the meaning of Kilachmenu Hain. Don't be afraid because they are like our bread. We have to eat it. There's no choice, and therefore, there's no reason to fear. But the bald Oberaz Rashi is Mefarish. But since Rashi explains, as we atem that don't be afraid is the Farvos Altibredu. The reason why you're not going to be afraid because you don't rebel against Hashem, was is because you're going with the power of Hashem. So we can't say that why are you not going to be afraid is because we have to because it's important like bread because we're saying 
that we're not afraid because we're going with Hashem's Koyach, it's Al-Timroidu. That's the reason why we are not afraid. So why, why would he say Kilach Menuhem? So that's one reason we can't say that we have to eat him like that. Also, if that would be the Pshat that we're going to, it's like Lechem, necessary. So what about these 39 years of bread? You have to be all the time. The Yidden managed without uh, without this, after this. So you can say it's like Lechem. For, 90, for 39 years, they were not in Eretz until they went to So that would be another difficulty. The river is of Tarashi. We'll eat them like bread is specifically like bread, not just eat, not consume, not easy. Eating like bread. Isn't it It's not talking about how necessary it is, nor how we're going to eat it. We know that eating bread is in a way of a special love of Hashem, as we've seen before in the parsha that will bring out. We eating them like bread will consume them like lechem. That the conquering of Eretz Yisrael will be just like eating bread. In vos as the lechem. What is the advantage in eating bread? Rashi doesn't need to interpret it. The five-year-old learning Chumash already learned it before in the portion of Shalach. Rashi says, that the bread that they asked properly when they were asking for bread, but the Ebesh given that Hashem is going to give it in a way of love, of dearness. Um the pony meiris and with a shining face. So when we come to this and we're saying that it means we'll eat them like bread. Our statement, so we understand that does meant what it means is as the Abraham David given to Eden, Hashem will give the Jews them kibush, the conquering achilos or umis to consuming the nation and even for that achilah. It's going to take place in the way of dearness. and a shining face. Just as gives them bread. We'll eat it in the bread which Hashem gives in a way of dearness. And this also gives the reason. Don't be afraid because they are lachmenu, they're like bread. We get it with dearness. Klalu klal, don't be afraid at all. Al tirus don't be afraid. The people, because they will be given in a way of dearness and a shining face from above. Okay, so that explains the Rashi of lachmenu. Now about the two perushim of Sortzil, and the Rebbe addresses now in Oisayin. The Negeia the Tzvei Perushim from Rashi in Sortzil. 
as far as the two Rashi's commentaries in the Sortsila. Is move on the Maila from Sveitin Pirush, Efen Ersten, from Moshe Rashi So the advantage of the second interpretation over the first one, we understand it from Rashi's language itself. In Sveitin Pirush, Dr. Rashi, the quote from the Posik, Rashi doesn't bring down the word Me'aleya, but in the second Peter, Rashi adds the words, So the Me'alehem fits better according to the second interpretation. Because when Rashi Quotes from the Posik. By might design the Verter from Posik when he quotes the words from the verse that he's explaining. Which is equal in both Pirushim. Over there is a might ignore the Verter Sortsilam. He only quotes the Sortsilam, Ned Malayam. So here you see that the key is, according to the second commentary, the word Malayam fits better than it does in the first verse. So over there, Werther Sortzilon, nit the word Me'aleyem, but Rashi does not quote the word of Me'aleyem. Babir Bazaar. So what's the explanation? When you remove a shade, means that you're removing it from one place to the other place. So if we're talking about Hashem removing it from the Goyim elsewhere. That's more fitting. From them it was removed. But by Eev that he died, it wasn't removed from them. It was just totally removed. So because of the Me'aleim, the second one is more fitting in the Pasuk. The Loshan Sor, when you say removed, especially when you say Me'aleim, Meant as the Zach is a Vegigangen to Ziz given Freya, that it was left the place it was before, Mealeyem. And now it's in a second place. That sale exists also later on, but instead of being Aleyem, it's Sormealeyem somewhere else. But according to the first interpretation, that says that they died, turns out as their tzel, it wasn't just removed them, it's telegamri There is no tzel anymore. So it doesn't fit the language removed. Removed from them. So the second Pirush is much better. The first Pirush, Sormi Aleim, doesn't fit. The Rebbe learned Rashi at Sveitin Pirush. So therefore, Rashi learns a second Pirush. As Silom meant Silishel Hamoker. It's talking about Hashem's shape. Leidem Pirush is glatik the Loshon Sor. That makes smooth the language of Sor. Umbefrat Sormi Aleim, also removed from them. Tzilei shalamokim is alamodah. Hashem's shade always exists. See, is doch. Hinini, make him as brisi itchem, 
Bezrachem acharechem as kol nefesh achaye goimer. The Ebrister says, this is all b'nei noyach, with you and with your children that follow, with all the animals. The Ebrister says that he will be with them. And we say further, God's compassion is everything that he created, including the Goyim. Uh, it's always there. Those people, the Canaan, the people of Canaan, it's been removed from them. So, so why does Rashi bring down the first shot if it doesn't fit Sormele? So the Rebbe says, no. Ober, oichle dem ersten pirush. It's not as smooth like the center, but oichle dem ersten pirush. Kevmen, the father's side, you can still explain akoponim b'deichik, dem loshen Sormele. If you couldn't explain it even b'deichik, so then Rashi wouldn't bring it. And not especially not as a first one, but we can also explain it also, the language of Sormele. Afalpi, even though, as Lefi Pirush says, Silomer Nitobe Metzias. According to that Pirush, it's no longer in existence. Because the far brengt as Rashi, the Seidemazal says to Pirush, it will come on. Even if we say that it doesn't exist, we can still say it, and Rashi still brings us, even as the first Pirush. So if it didn't make, if we couldn't answer it at all, then Rashi wouldn't bring it down at all, not even at a, certainly not the first British. So the Rebbe explains how it makes sense. Because here we were not, we were just here not to talk about the sale. We're here to talk about the protection of the uh, Knani, uh, that we, those were there. And, uh, and therefore it doesn't make a difference really what happens if from them it's removed there no whether it's removed because he died because or it's not there at all or it's just moved to another place the intent is it's been taken away from them and therefore even if we should go according to the first shot that he that he died it still fits yeshua v'kolev mitzayr zogn sor tzilom and yeshua v'kolev said their shade was removed, that the right, the kosher amongst them died. We're talking about their shade. What happened? They weren't talking about the kosher amongst the, that's not the intent. They're talking about the people of the land who they need to conquer now. On whom that shade is protecting. As we bowed, since the Tov versus Omegin Zayn of Zay, since we don't have anyone to shield them anymore, is Al Tiru. As Amoritz, don't be afraid of the people of the land. Is Dordon Egeya Nitvasilom? So here it's not important what is going on with the Tzilom, nor was a Stutzik mit Amoritz. We're concerned here. How is the Amoris? Do they have a tzil or not? The farum zigizok sor tzilam aleim. From them, there is no tzil. Doesn't matter whether the tzil is gone totally or dead or whatever. Doesn't matter. As is nitovos tomerom berzei. There's nothing to fear them. Balfunzei. From them, otzuk shenovgiton zeir tzil. Their tzil has been separated. 
Chotch although as far as their shade, that really what happened, it didn't just take away from them. They died, but yet as far as the Amha'aretz, what they're concerned is, they no longer have the shade. But it's still a little problem. It's squeezed. It's better bring According to the second, Rashi brings the second Pirush, which according to that, the Abrister is there even after we moved to Tzilom. So that's better to say when it's in existence. But we said before, this also makes this also has Room. This is also makes sense to say Sormele. But not only that, but it's actually the first pshat, the Adrabe. First pshat is the first one. In Pashtu Saksuvim, we're talking about the nations of the world. So therefore, we're talking about. So when we say Sort Silom, it makes more talking about their people who provide a shade for them, not somebody outside Hashem. In Pashtus Aksuvim, simple meaning of the Posik is their Pirush Mustaber Yesa. The first one is more logical. Since these verses talk about the nations, is Mustaber, it makes sense to say, their shade. Their koshuos, nit Silom is their shade, say somebody who is amongst them, their shade from the people amongst their people. That if it would be we should say The shade has removed. The far is the pirush magina the pirush That's why the pirush magina is the main. And the first interpretation. So in Oisches, the Rebbe starts to explain this uh, wondrous things of tying in these two opinions, whether the shade means the Egyptian, the uh, uh, the kosher amongst the Canaanim, has uh, left them or the tzail of Hashem. Is there a tzail of Hashem on Goyim to begin with? Or there is no tzail, a machlokes between uh, the Rambam and the Ravid, whether uh, Goyim are an entity that warranted tzail from Hashem or not. A whole long, big discussion in the uh, Halacha as well as later on in the Yonin and Yena Shal Ches. From the from the wondrous thing in Rashi, the Tzvei Pirushi Rashi, these two interpretations of Rashi, who the tzail is, Zanetolu in that plukta von Rambam veRavid are hinged on the disagreement, the argument between the Rambam and the Ravid. Now we know that there is a difference that if the animal is shechted, then it's not tummy. But what happens if the behemoth is a novella, is killed, 
not through shechita, or dies by itself, then it becomes the vela. Then it's metame. If you carry it, it makes the person tough. So the Rambam paskent, so the Rambam rules. What happens? Shechitas akum. Well, the akum shechted it. So, uh, so we're saying when a goy shechts the animal, he makes it into nevela. And the Rambam says, umetamo b'maso. So that if one would carry uh, that nevela, uh, that the shechted by the goy, it's metame. Echoda akum, whether it's mamish and akum, echoda kusi, whether it's akusi, which also has the status of an akum, or geir toisha, or a convert that is only accepted the seven mitzvahs uh, is allowed to live amongst the yidden in Archisro. Uh, also a goy. When they shecht it, they make it into nevela, and therefore it's metam of masa. And the Rambam says, It's likely, in my eyes, that this tumor that the akum makes for the shechita. Uh, Makes it into nevela that it's no good is only midrabonu midibri sofrim because he says shari tumas avay dezorer the tumas tigrevoso midivreim the tumah of that one has one will carry an idol for example or the food that is offered or whatever is offered to the avay dezorer. So that tumor that the person becomes tummy from the Avedizorah and the Kriva is Midrabana. So the same thing the Rambam argues the tumor that the Goy uh, makes it the Vela that the Masa Korbeina that it's all the The Raivet is Masa Rambam Muzokt. He challenges the Rambam. And he says, Akum Haim Kibahimas. He says, the Goyim have a status of Behemas. And therefore, the Ain Mitam in, they cannot be Mitame anything else. The Ain Mitam in, and they don't become Tame themselves. Because they're Am Hadimel Chamoir. They're a nation that has been equated to a chamoir, to a donkey. And further, the Pasik says, Hain goyim, kemar midli. They are like a, a drip of the bucket, the bottom of the bucket. Like a drip of the bottom of the bucket, which has no Value, let they all be taken by the wind. The words of the rival, one who considers them to anything, has gathered ear in his hands, meaning nothing. There's no, there's no mitzvah over there. So, the 
Ivan basically says that the Goy cannot make the Shechita, uh, cannot make it a Nevela. His, his act doesn't count anything. He doesn't make it. It's not the Goy that makes the Nevela because he's not an entity making the Nevela. Frank, the Kesem Mishnah from Abba arrived, so the Kesem Mishnah asked the driver, Bos is donegeyaz akum ein metame de metame. What is it here? How does this connect the fact that he brings down that a goy cannot become tome, cannot make tome, cannot become tome? Doret medoch nitvegn di akum. We're not talking about this goyim tzize zayne metame medamit. We're not talking about whether they can be metame or not. Not vegzei shchita. We're talking about is there shchita? Make the nevela or not, as the Rambam said. Is mevayr the Ragachover? So the Ragachover explains that Sokos arrived. What is the Rambam asking? When is shayich as the shchita zomer kalkul zayin umachem for nevela? When could you say that the shechting ruins it and makes it for nevela? Tavke if the shechet is a metzias al pi halacha. Only if he's an entity, he's a metzius. You're shechting it, ruining it, if you are a entity. But if he is in the definition non-existent, it's not possible for to ruin. Nothing cannot ruin. And that's what Ivan says. Since they are like animals and they don't become tame, they can become anything else. So that means they're here, header, they're not existing. So it doesn't apply to say that their shita should ruin. It makes it nevel. Now, also, according to the Rambam, that meat would be uh, Nevela. And Adarabe, it'll be Nevela uh, because it's like an animal died by itself. When the Rebbe learned the Rider, Ashkitas Akum Nevela, why is it Nevela Ashkitas Akum? Is just Nit Valder Akum is Mekalkal. It's not because of the act of the Akum nor mitzadem, but shchitas akum is not keshchita. It's not a shchita, so nothing was metayer. Ube meil is as nevela. It is if it wasn't shecht, it is nevela. Kibayim shemeis melo. It's not that the goy did it, but the meimah died from its own. Rebbe says, explains further a little bit. But so basically, the Raiva, the way the uh, Rakachover explains, is that he brings it just to prove that the Goyim are a non entity. So, why does the Rambam have to choose specifically that they don't become Tomei, they're not entity? Because the Rebbe explains, because you can't say that Goyim are not entities totally, because I mean, the Zor of a Goy is an entity. But as far as Tuma goes, since you see the relationship, there is not entity. 
אין מטעמין ואין מטעמין, they're not become טומין, they don't become mother. וכאילו לפי אביב ונגדשובר רוצים, according to the explanation of the נגדשובר, is the דונה גייבו זה זה נהדר, what we need to find out here is that they are not, that they are non-existence. So why do we need to know, why does it make that this is specifically, in Tuma we see that they're a non-entity. Kemen Zogin, the Rebbe wants to explain here at this point, that Lekula Alma, according to all opinion, which is also according to the view of the Ravid, Zainendor, there are many matters of aloha. Was How can we get them at seas? As far as they are concerned, they are an entity. So it's osur to benefit for you too. So what are we going to say? He's not an entity. How could he make a avedizora? Void. The river can arrive at cannot just say blanket as akum him ki behemus that behemus alamo all the time the river is a mesif in the vire that's why he adds and he explains ain metamin ve ain metamin that they don't become tome they can't make others tome as beshaiches to tumo zanezeki behemus when it comes to tumo they're like behemus together header then they are in the definition of header also Ruach Bechofna. You gather Ruach in your, uh, in your uh, fists, in your hands, and they can't make that this Behem de Shech is all Metama Zayim Bemase, it should be Metama Bemase. The reason it's Metama Bemase is not because the Goy made it in the Vela. It's because the, the, it's because the, it's a dead Behem, it wasn't Shech, then it's Behemel by itself. So we have a disagreement over here whether uh, akum are existence or they're not existence. The machloikis for Rambam or Ivet say akum, zayin together mitzius or together header, whether they're the definition of an entity or they're a non-entity. This brings a follows their view. See by akum is shayich geder hashkocha pratis. Whether by non-Jews is the definement we define specific supervision? Does Hashem supervise the acts? The Dasa Rambam as is according to the Rambam's view that they are an entity. Is Gam Haim according to the Rambam Havigeda Hashkocha Pratis? They too, they're an entity. There is also the divine specific supervision on them. But according to the view of the Rambam, that they are in the definition of non, non-existent. So they don't have the defined divine providence. So now the Rebbe is tying this to the Tukshot Merashim. As did Svei Pirushim in Rashi, these two interpretations, Tzitzilom, main Magina Vachoskov, does it mean their protection, their strengths? Or the Tzile Shalamokim, or it means the 
uh, protection, the shade of us of Hashem. So Anatoly in they hinge on the views of the Rambam and the Rambam. Leuten Erston Pirush, according to the first interpretation, that it's the uh, protection of the Shadim, so there is, they are in the definition of not existing. Therefore, you cannot interpret you can't go on the shade of the protection. Before it was a shade and now over them and now it was removed. Because if that would be the case, that those bavistas as I'm namatsis amitis, that they are a true entity, they have a tzil from Hashem. But I tzil shalmokim, they have the shade of Hashem. And is shayich on avgimosten? It applies and is measured loitzayer mitzis according to their entity. Because what is a shade? But dugmas tzil kibshute. The shade, literally, what is a shade? It's measured that comes from the person. They are not existent. And as that there is no divine providence because there is nothing there. There is no entity. And therefore we have to explain Therefore, according to this, you can't say it's Silashamaka because there is no Silashamaka because we don't have any measured supervision according to their level. So Muslim Farzana does mean Muginum Bakoskov. But it means that protection, the strength, Shadim Shabahem is the kosher amongst them that are. Obernit Silashalamokim Sulmalem, but it's not the shade of a mokan that we move to them. As opposed to the second interpretation, so the Vadir, the Brenech, are in the definition of an existence. As the Rambam's view is, and there is divine supervision on them. But mainly, that's why it does make sense, applies to say, that the shade of Hashem. Relates to them. She is shaykh to their mitzvahs. Canal it applies and it belongs. It connects with their mitzvahs. So that's the halachic part. And the Rebbe explains now more in the penimius inyonim exactly what the idea of a shade. That a shade means that Hashem tzilcha, like the Baal Shem Tov says. In other words, that you impact what goes on above, which relates to these two opinions. You would clutter the design for standing of We can understand this more clearly according to the inner matter of things. The pirush from siloi shalamokim is, what does it mean in the shade of the mokim? As the pu'ulis odum tu'un oifaninyan lamayla bedubas ubitzirapulo. That the acts of the person accomplish something above, which is similar in the shape of what you're doing. Similar to the Balsam's interpretation on the verse, God is your sail, God is your shape. Hashem 
as that according to the way the matters that Ayid does here below, so similar to that are accomplished matters above. We do hear there's a shade that uh, mimics, uh, reflects the acts of here. Like the example of the shade of a person. Based on the movements of the person, the exact same thing is in the shade. Similar is also the shade of Mokim as it is with regards to the nation of the world. Hashem does not take away the reward of all creation. So their actions, so to speak, accomplish of bringing down the shape. That means that something from above extends below to them. They act, shades, brings down from above. When they do a good act, they for fulfilling the seven Noahite mitzvahs are similar. They are given reward. When they violate an Aveda, then from above there is a tzel. Something which is similar to what they did, a hezek, an owner to get a punishment. That's the idea of a tzel. But this only applies according to the Rambam's view, as Umas Oilum together is that the nation of the world are defined in that they are existence. Then it applies to say, that there is something which comes from below in a way of a shade, in a specific shape, to them was, that fits, that they too are in specific supervision. So therefore, their specific act can get that specific uh, reaction or hamshachan al mail. Saying in the das or ayvid, as opposed to the opinion that ayvid, as is ayne begeder heder that they are in the definition of not in the chayich suzogn azeira puulo. So mamshach zayin an inyan dugmosim al mailos not apply to say that their act to bring down a similar something from above. And this fits that they're not in divine providence. So there is no, what they do, it doesn't matter. So it doesn't supervise what they do. So Hashem doesn't supervise. So how is their punishment and reward for the, for the, for the so according to the Rivas view, is the schar, it's a result that comes automatically in a secondary from the goal 
of their creation, so there is a result. They have been created for a yid. And the punishment that comes as a result of their uh, creation for the yid. Similar to what we find, reward and punishment by, by, life, by living things. As the Torah zokt, Torah says, that killed the behemoth. Although by behemoth doesn't apply any sin. What did they use in quoting the lotion? What did the behemoth sin? Because the person came to him a stumbling through this animal, that's what we're talking So as it relates to the person, that's the Einish. So it's not as a punishment, but it's a result. Since the goal of the creation of the behemoth is to serve the person, when the Animal does not serve the person, nor is it bring to Makatakola, but on top of that, it also brings in a stumbling. Is the talking or Farir Mitzis? Then there is no room for her to continue to exist. And that's why the Torah says, Basabahima Tarego, kill the Bahima. Now, a similar way is the reward and punishment when we talk about the nation of the world. Since the goal of creation of all the world is for a yid, is it has to be as the mitzvah and its is. We have to also say that the mitzvahs, even the mitzvahs that they were commanded, but it's everything is for a yid. So what is the mitzvah that Noyach have? They're not the same as the mitzvahs that the Yidin have. These are for Goyim and these are for Yidin. Because the Tachlis is that by a Yid, the goal is for them to do the mitzvah, that itself. They're doing the mitzvah as secondary for the Yid. As we've spoken uh, sometime at length, the mitzvah they do is so that the world will be settled. So that the Yidin can make a dwelling place for Hashem. To the fulfillment of Torah Mitzvah. So that's why we have the Sheva Mitzvah. So they're not just a mitzvah for them to do for their own sake, it is to serve to make the world an inhabitable place so that it can turn it around and make it into a dirilis baruch through terabitsis. And therefore, is the reward and punishment for these seven mitzvahs. It's a, a result, it's an effect from the cause TV that comes automatically from their goal. Uh, their goal is to serve the Yid. And if they don't serve the Yid, so then they don't have the goal in there. So there's punishment. There's no existence. And by the and if they do, there's the reward as a result for the Yid, for their serving the Yid. 
is oich mumos by nenoich is bechlau. They're talking chilik nishim. We understand why there is no difference in punishment. Every punishment that enishes is bechlau shove bechol chet. It's inclusive. It's general. Every for every sin that they do is misa is death. Why? Nitvi by a sail. By a shadow was the silver mistanlefev pulls out and it changes by the shade of the person. Over here, it doesn't change by the what they did, this or that, because it's not really a shade. It's not a result of it. It doesn't follow. It doesn't bring out. It's only a, what comes out is only a result from the action, but not from above. Now, and this, according to the inner meaning, and also halacha, especially the beit the pirush in Rashi, in both the commentaries of Rashi, the erster pirush is kishita saraivet. The first interpretation is like the raivet. As ben noyach, zayna begeder heder ben noyach are in the definition of heder. They're not. Under scharve einish bazeiz aninah boket itzov derachim meida. Their reward and punishment is as a result, a consequence. It comes automatically, like I said before. And the river learned that, and therefore he learns as the Pirish from Tzilom, the meaning of Tzilom Shen is nit Tzilom Shalmokim, does not mean Hashem's cell, <coughs> because there is no cell, nor Meginom, Mechoskom, but it means Shalom, their protection. Dur, Di, their kosher ones amongst them, becomes a strength in them. It's not something that they accomplish above. Going don't do that. There's no sail from above. But the second one is like the Rambam, like the view of the Rambam, as they are together with that they are in the definition of Metzias. And they have the definition of specific supervision. And uh, therefore there is a tzel there. Now, although even according to the Rambam is the metzies from B'nai Noyach, that the existence of B'nai Noyach and also the seven mitzvahs is because of the since they were instructed of the mitzvahs, especially that this was instructed them the Torah by the owner of the Moshe Rabbeinu, and he told us through Moshe Rabbeinu, then we need to say that when they fulfill the commands of Hashem, they impact similar the way it comes down from above. And therefore it applies to say by them that there is a shade of a It extends to them in a way of a tzel, which means in that specific shape, the way they're doing it. To the extent that it's called Tzilom. In Ois, in Ois Yud Beis, the Rebbe is finally uh, going to explain what the Chlau was added with the Kisor Tzilom Aleim. The Rebbe is going to explain, it seems like everything was covered before, 
And here we have a lot of extras. What are the extras? The Rebbe explains that there is a balance just as is Vashemitonu. Yidn are much more connected. They have the tale of Hashem in a much stronger way. So there's another deeper and more inyonim over here uh, that they added with their saying Let's look inside. It base. Based on what we just explained, the idea of a tzel, of a vagoy, how a vagoy is different than a yid, will understand the questions in the, we have in the flow of this Pesuk in the first question is, Why did they add their shade has left them. They already said basically everything they needed to say. Hashem altim reidu shuv shuv alki altirom. Zerzogun lifneizer. They said before. Im chafetz bano goimer is mocha. They had to say that. If Hashem wants, oich. They said altim reidu goimer altirom goimer. That was necessary. Drashim farish given as Hashem altim reidu. And then you're not going to be afraid. So they had to say that Kinal, as we said before, as that we're going with Hashem's power. Therefore, even naturally, it doesn't apply to There's nothing to be afraid of the people of the land. And also further, they continue saying they are like Lachmenu. So we're saying, as the Ebrister, it's a given to Eden that the way the Ebrister will going to give them over to the Eden, that a chiba upon Midas in a way of love and in a shining face. All necessary is thus outsmavire the matzav the Eden are from Zion. This explains to us why Eden should be don't worry, don't be afraid. Shem will give it to you, Shem is dearness, everything. Why does he have to add later on what's going on with the going? What is over negate so medias and versus tuts with the mamorits? Why is it important to us to know what's going on over there? Why, why is that important to us? Why do we need to know what's going on with the Tzillam? We just know that we don't have to be afraid. But whether the tzilum is there or not, why is that important? So what do we need? So the first question is, why do we need this bachlal to say kisar tzimalei? Number two question is, bin balda az noichlam, already say that we are going to consume them, is ma'atzma mubun, as is nitoki mokim b'tekev. That means our self-understood, there is nobody shielding, there is no strength. So it's because you already said noichlam. Is my commercial on sort of Why is he telling you against sort of then this is so they say again, Altirom, don't be afraid a second time. You say to me, more than this, as Altim We just told you, Altim then you won't have to be afraid. But the male of Zion, the male of Shuv, Zion Altirom. And though he's a Mesvatam, Hashem Itonu, what is it? Hashem is with us, it's a new reason. In the beer in them, the kibush amaorit is given dry sugi. There are three categories when they conquer. 
It was with those that Mason, those that didn't, that died right away from the nations. Seven nations of Canaan. Begeir Ashtomei, Gleich, then you have those who were chased away immediately. That means that they totally are negated. And then that later on they were chased away. When you will multiply, then you will uh, chase them away. These are the others that were near Canaan. An insufficient, and until the time that they were chased away, they were like our uh, servants, till the time that they were chased away. Now, and to follow the above, I feel a late in Sveti Pirish Varashi, even if we call it the second Pirish Varashi, but everyone say now that Hashem Itonu is a stronger than even if we say that Goyim do have a tzel. That by the nation of the world there is still a mokim. As the Rambam's well, yes, that there is the definition of specific supervision is the removal the pastures, but itself understood. It's all not compared to the divine providence for you. Okay, now. We said before, as the mitzvahs from Eden is the kavon in Zealim, the mitzvah Eden is the intent in the Eden, while the goyim is for, even if they have supervision. We explained that the Rambam holds that once they were commanded, so there is a specific connection to that. But it's at all not the Eden, a connection with Hashem and supervision. Let the emphasize. He said it's a powerful nation. If you don't rebel against Hashem, then you don't have to worry about the Azahorids. She's not of us to make room for Namorids. There's nothing to fear the Amorids. In Belgium, Matzev, their arms only design. It doesn't matter whether they have a protector, don't have a protector. You don't have to worry because Hashem is done. Then they added even more. Sor tzilom me'aleim. Sor tzilom means like this. What is it? So this is both pirushim. That they are their uh, strength has left them. According to the other one, unochmer vidosis. So, in other words, they don't have their strength. That's called the first prash. Also, they don't have Hashem's protection. And more so, Hashem is with us, and we have protection. Which is the total opposite of Sort Silom. Because Hashem is eternal with us. Not only aren't we lacking the shade of Hashem, but Hashem is but Hashem is with us. This haste. By the nation of the world, even when there is Ashgacha, 
It's a shade, it's over them. Not only is with us. Hashem with his supervision is He unites with us. Is a male move on that does bring nit nor that does bring not only altira samor it's not for the people of the land nor oich altirom stam. Don't be afraid. Generally, nit nor as a veren ois am haoris. There are not going to be any more people of the nation because one of the because we're getting the 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 land of Israel. They're only a Metzius like our Lachmenu that at least they have some sort. We can use them as a vote for some. Nor is they will be no longer in existence. They don't have Anymore. These are also three categories of which they died right away. They made peace and they served you. And Girgoshi Pinala Africa. Girgoshi was moved to Africa. So basically, uh, in the beginning, we take them away. And then he came with an argument that he threw them out. So the same trans room commemorated the tears. Uh, their field when they are sown and their orchards when they're planted. Just to go over this last piece again, uh, seems that um, the little bit the sikh is a little bit uh, shorthand, and um, I think we need to explain this a little bit more. Um, so when the Rebbe talks about the three categories uh, before, um, that's from the pasuk in uh, in Mishpatim. So we had the three categories. What were the three categories? There were the um, people, it says in the post, I will destroy them. So those are the people that um, uh, died immediately. And then you had the post continues, the Abishta says the Tzira, which will chase them away, they will run away. Uh, immediately, they run away. It's the second category. And the third category is, is Agorsheno. says, Ma'at, Ma'at, Agorsheno. Davish is not going to chase them away immediately. It's only going to be after uh, when you multiply, then Hashem is going to chase them away. And these three categories are the emphasis of the uh, Yeshua and Kolev, what they're saying to the people. 
one thing they said to them was the first thing. The second thing they said to them is Kisor And the third thing they said to him is Vashemito. So the first part when they said, don't be afraid, we're talking about it doesn't matter whether they have a sale, they don't have a sale. It's not, it's not at all about what they have. Don't be afraid of them. If you are not going to rebel against Hashem, then you don't have to, to know. And then they added an additional that not only is Sortsilu Malayim, and in all the Pshotma Sortsilu Malayim, no, no, then they added Sortsilu Malayim. In addition to Altirohum, they said Sortsilu Malayim. And then they added the third, another thing is Vashemito. Meaning that A, Hashem is going to take away the sale from them. And therefore, it's going to be the second level. It's going to be like the gate Ashtomai immediately. So you don't have to be afraid of them, even if they stay there or they don't stay there, you're going to win them anyways. But that's going to be the second step. It's going to be the gate Ashtomai to chase them away. And then the third one is Hashem Itonu, that the Chlal, uh, our sale is different, and they're not even going to be there because even as servants, in the first aspect, when uh, he says, don't be afraid of them. Okay, don't be afraid of them. They, they didn't take over and they can still be their existence. Uh, but doesn't say what happens to them. But then we're saying, not only don't be afraid of the Amorites that they're going to interfere, but you don't have to be afraid because Hashem is giving us Eretz Canaan, but they can still be a level of Lachmenu. In other words, don't be afraid. There can be servants, so they'll be in existence. So after the uh, not being afraid, but maybe they'll be in existence. So then we say Vashem Itonu that they'll become totally out of Mitzis. That also uh, fits in, uh, Shalmi brings down the river quotes here, that they were, when the Eden came to Eretz Yisrael, they gave him a choice. Either uh, they fight Lishai Kon Neshama. If they wanted to make peace, then they can stay there and uh, be under the Eden. So that would be Lachmenu Haim. So Sort Silom Lachmenu So they're still existed, but they're avodim to the Eden. And then you have the level of Hashem Itonu, uh, which would be the third one, they ran away. And that's what Girgoshi Pinal Africa brings down. And then they came back, and the Rebbe says that they inherit and get older. It's still not so clear. It's a little bit shorthand over here. Need to look at it a little further. And uh, on another opportunity, this is Mesichas Shabbos Parshish Lach Tovshin Lamed and Tovshin Lamed Hey.